A new survey of college students seems to suggest that today's young people believe they are the greatest. Not the first type of college survey to suggest that, but the numbers in this particular research show what we are told is a surging sense of self-worth. And guess what? The survey also shows it may not be well-founded. Simply King podcast. Thank y'all for joining me again. Let me, you know, have your ears for a little minute. Uh, I gotta say, y'all, it's, it's it's been crazy. I know, I know this one's. Uh, I know it's been delayed. Trust me, it wasn't meant to be. Um, I know some of y'all were looking at your SoundClouds or tuning in on your, you know, your Apple Podcast apps or newly your TuneIn apps. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe on all of that. Uh, but um. We got. We still had to put this out. I feel like it was somebody, you know, negative energy trying to keep this information from my, you know, my peoples, um, the folks who I'm making this for, my generation. So I'm glad I'm here to present Generation Us to y'all. And I have my my great, 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 great brother who've been known for a good minute. Um, I call him Sir Stretch. Comes from one of the best cities in in the world, uh, New York, and. Um, I want him to come in and kind of like share his own perspective because he he suggested this topic for me and I feel like you know because he it, it was an epiphany for him I feel like he'll have a great perspective on it and the things I've researched I feel like I add a great uh great uh opinion on it as well but um sir stretch I'm glad to have your brother yeah finally been a long time coming yeah yeah it's it's, it's yeah it is it is y'all y'all don't know this is literally the third time we've tried to you know make this podcast actually happen. <laughs> technical issues and everything but it is what it is we're gonna make this happen we're gonna make it fire and gonna have some great information for y'all but um yeah yeah and so generation us um i really wanted to uh i called it generation us off the strength of you know generation y is something you probably have heard of it's considered to be you know if you were born in 1975 to 19 uh 95 I wanted to shorten it. Generation S, I will include 1988 to about 1995. After that, I don't know. I really don't know too much about, you know, the relevance of folks after 95. But, you know, lucky uh, Joey Badass was born in 95. So I had to, I couldn't like cut him out because I got him on my stuff. <laughs> so I had to include 95. You feel me? But after 96, I ain't really know anybody who was, you know, who was going to contribute like that. You feel me? But anywho, Generation S. And um, I split it up into kind of three things that I noticed about all, you know, just I wanted to touch on it, which is our affinity for nostalgia, the trends that we started and refined, and our place and power within society. So first, let's jump into it with the affinity for nostalgia. 
stretch. Why do you think we love, you know, old shit so much? Like, why do we like, you know what I'm saying, the old TV shows, the old, you know what I'm saying, music, movies, everything. We seem like we were fresh out of it. I feel like we, you know, now you just about a few decades out of it, and we already reminisce. And we ain't even like 80 or nothing to talk about old days. We talking about it right now. Old school, flashback, 90s, all that. Tell me what you think. So what it is is that, like you said, we we so not so far removed from the old way that that it's tangible for us. And then again, it's the thing that raises, like you said, the, the old TV shows and stuff. So I'm sure when the the kids who grew up after that era, like think about the old TV shows or whatever, they'll have to stop with that. But ours is so it was so simple, like back then. And then it was so kind of new to the world then that we've experienced some old new and then now we enter the new new and it's kind of like, you know, we we, we gravitate towards it because it's like our, 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 our pacifier, like in a sense, like, you know, so that's why we love it so much. You gotta embrace it because you you, you, you never know where you're gonna be in the future. So we kind of use that as an anchor point of like where we came to where we are now to kind of like give a feel out for what the future's gonna be from you know what I'm saying? Technology to just the way the world is run, period. So that, that's where our nostalgia comes from. That's how I feel. Hmm. See, I feel like it got a lot to do with um, us being that last kind of group to get the taste of, you know, some real, true, you know, refined, old school stuff. You know what I'm saying? I feel like our generation had the last bit of, you know what I'm saying, of what they'd seen as the golden years of just, you know, music and culture in general. You know, we have families who you probably have, you know, brothers and sisters who, you know, older brothers and sisters of family members and parents who are part of, you know, different movements. Had grandparents who was, you know, marching with MLK. Everybody marching with MLK and stuff, especially if you was from the South. And uh, But then you had other movements and stuff going on in other parts of the world. And I feel like it's that, that you know, that culture that was going on, as well as we got a last little bit of a little, little taste. And then also we got to come into this new coach. You know what I'm saying? With with rap kind of coming into its, you know, hype. What's being around and coming up around all these great, great artists and great movies that happen, great television that happened that's still revered as some of the best stuff to ever come out. I feel like us kind of coming up through that made us so, you know, so different. It gave us a real different perspective on life. It was like, yeah, we the new kids, we the this and that, but you know, we seen we seen substance, so we know what it's like. So that's why I feel like our generation is so particular. We so different. We special. We special. But um, just to uh, go into like the trends that we started, in the, you know, things we were find. Few things I came across was uh, they say we overconfident, bro. They say we selfish. We love instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? We don't uh, like mundane occupations like all of that what you think about that why you think we they see us as this because I feel like you know this is some older folks putting this on us I doubt this is somebody who you know this data was created from somebody our age saying this about us but so no you know. I mean to, to some degree to the ones that don't understand our place and our power like society that's that's exactly what it is and it's true and that's because we, we came up under our parents who've already done those things that is considered the, the traditional way, the right way to do stuff to, 
start off small and then end out big. You know, we want to go for the big already because our parents didn't start off small coming out to wherever they are. So wherever they are, we don't have to worry about it. Kind of like look at it like evolution. So like when you had cave people, like back in the day, all they were was worried about is food, shelter, and eat when they figured that out. And then after that, it kept building. And then they, from when they figured out agriculture, they didn't have to hunt no more. So there was things they could do. They could innovate, you know what I'm saying, from being like wearing just skin furs to actually like making a coat and stuff. You know? So that's where those things come about. So when those things are taken care of, that's where we have that kind of sense of entitlement. Because it's like, okay, I didn't really, really make no progress in no self-progress doing the old way or whatever, I'm not, I'm not with it. So I want to do my own thing because I, I have attention and time to like think outside of that box of tradition or whatever. So that's where, that's why I, I believe that comes from. Like just a sense of, of, of social evolution, you know? Mm, social evolution. And speaking of like evolution, um, they say we, uh, I found some data where they said that we were like the most uh, educated generation, like we were the first generation, you know, to it became a trend for us to go to school and, and do better and, and all those different things. Why do you think uh, that became a trend, like a sense of education and just being going after a certain occupation, really going after something high and, you know, respected? Let's, all our parents want us to be lawyers and doctors and all this, you know, big stuff. But they, you know, go get an education, learn something, some do something with it. Like, some of that I feel like is our parents living through us. So like some of our parents didn't really even have that, you know, uh, college education or whatever. So that was, you know what I'm saying, that's a push from parents, you know, like as a like a legacy that we like aim to live on or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why the education piece comes in there. And then like it was, it was kind of the accepted trend, like if you don't graduate high school, kind of have to go to college and get that degree or whatever but then now is as education is getting more expensive it's kind of going back to that old way where after you graduate high school you have to figure it out like on your own and you already have a, a more sense that college is intangible so you you find other ways to occupy your mind and like whatever that is that you have grow into mm. that thing you know so I lost my train of thought <laughs> but no, let me. I'll, I'll piggyback off you with the uh, when you mentioned about the um, like the cost. Another fact that I found was that college cost six percent more than when baby boomers were, you know, of college age. So it's like, so it's like. like I said, remember, remember what I was saying before, uh, before we started the podcast? One quote. You said, "Drop this quote." Yeah, dropped out. Dropped out. That was a good one. That was a good one. So, comedian Alonzo Bowen said, how is an educated populace bad other than the fact you can't control it? So that's why I think, like, and this might be like a conspiracy theory, I don't know. No, I, I think but, it's common sense. Maybe, but, but I'm a conspiracy like, sometimes too, so I might I might be thinking we're on their brain. But I feel like that's common sense. Well, no, I, I believe you, but it's like, if, if a certain thing, like, if you use an educated person to do, they they're gonna have those certain processes, certain uh, learned abilities because they are educated, so they're not gonna make certain choices that somebody who hasn't had that education you know, made. So like voting or something, like who knows, maybe somebody with a degree or something who some stipulation you might not be able to vote for, for example. Like 
the less educated person is going to be able to vote because they're more assumed to like watch a candidate because of all his a male or whatever, not a male, a black male or something, and then they're going to vote for them. And that's, that's stemming, you know what I'm saying, politics, you know, but that's all conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But no, no, it's crazy. Like I agree, I agree, and I feel like even when I think about education, I don't even just think about school. I feel like you know when it comes to minorities, you know, black, brown, yellow folks. I feel like what happens is they. I feel like we promote. You know what I'm saying? Going to school. If you if right after high school you want to go and you know get some technical skills. You know what I'm saying? Learn how to build computers, be a programmer, go to you know this you know certain like IT techs and all this different stuff. That's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That's contributing because somebody got to do it. Somebody got to put their mind to doing something that was very 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 specialized. And then you have others who you want to flow. You know they want to have careers where there's some type of wiggle room within it. But either either or I feel like that adds to, you know what I'm saying, the community. I feel like, you know, I feel like too many people can even say, I can't even say I can quote one person, but, you know, they always say we, we're strong, the nation is always as strong as its weakest link. So if you, the dumbest person in the nation or the, the most unskilled person within the nation still, you know what I'm saying, is going to hurt us. And I feel like the fact that, you know, so many black and brown folks are the ones who are being, you know, heavily incarcerated, all these different things, and sitting here don't even have a hope on life, think about it. I can only imagine, you know, if I wasn't on a straight path and narrow and all these different things where I would be. So I can only, I can I can think about, you know, brothers and sisters I know who didn't have the same, either, I wouldn't even say didn't have the same opportunity, but didn't have the same mindset as me or a different, uh, same environment in a sense of where they put themselves around, not where they grew up around. So I feel like a lot of it's a lot of folks who, you know what I'm saying, grew up around some nonsense and came out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I can't even say you always gonna be a product in your environment, but I feel like it's all about if you allow your environment to become, you know, I guess a, a byproduct of your mind and your output. You feel me? It's like you can be in this space, you can be in this hood, you can be all in this real messed up situation, but how you process it and put it, bring it back out, I feel like it's a real, real big part of, you know what I'm saying, who you gonna become and what you go after. But um, that was just, you know what I'm saying? I, when you said that, that's what made me think of, but um, I found a few things, and I want you I want you to uh, tell me what you think about this. It's a summary of Generation Y, which still includes Generation Us. Uh, from growingleaders.com, it says that uh, a Generation students was summarized and they were phrased like this. They believe they can do great things, but they can be idealistic. They want to act now, but they can be impatient when results take too long. They look, they love interaction, but may avoid initiating if they must act alone. They have a high self-esteem, but they can appear self-centered. And they want to explore the future, but can be paralyzed when faced with so many options. What's, what's your, what you think about that? Do you think they were on to some when they was, you know, summarizing this? Or do you think they kind of was spot on? Um, I believe we're, we're a generation like really based on like feeling and like emotional things. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Joey Badass said, he said, if it don't touch my spirit, then I don't get near it. Mm-hmm. So like, that that's what we're like driven by. So if a lot of us, we actually understand our place, you know what I'm saying, the way society can, because next we're going to be the leaders. We're going to be 
politicians in front of stuff. We understand that. Yes, we if we go if we say it, it's gonna happen, but we actually have to go do. So there are all those of us that understand that portion. So if we don't say it, we know it's gonna happen. So we we gonna at least put the footwork in. And then there's the other generation, but not the generation, the other like half who kind of like I'm gonna say it and it's just gonna come to me, you know. And I feel like that's a lot more than the other group, you know. Yeah. That's why we're looked at the way we are. Um, yeah. impatient and that has to go with with the emotional part too because if we start feeling like and this goes with faith as well so like if we start feeling like things not working out you know what I'm saying our emotion changes away from it and kind of shy away from it because we're, we don't have the faith well, we're, we're not faithful enough to like see that next step in, in the staircase and we just be like mm, not feeling it no more and try something else and just move away yeah. but it, like I said, there are ones of us who, who understand it. Like, you really got to keep seeing it through. Like, no matter what the, the downside of it is, like, a person that I look up to, like, at a distance, uh, his name's Cool Kai. He owns a couple of brands um, on the brand at K O O L K I Y. Uh, he owns Originals, uh, Club Foreign, Bicard. I think that's it. And. Like he, he he's he's in our age range. He's like twenty three, twenty four. I don't know, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did. I'm saying high school. I'm saying college. Maybe the college, whatever. I don't know. It's full story, but I I can see that. You know what I'm saying you can realize when people see what's for them, and no matter what the, the change, the difficulty is, they're gonna stick it out. You know what I'm saying they got the, the strength to do it. You know what I'm saying. So that's why you see a lot more of us not following that tradition and I guess that's where they see that self-sensitive because we, we kind of see that we have to figure it out on our own like the part where it's talking about not really working in groups like that's where we see it like because our strength is in the, within ourselves so and then we have this thought with people it's, it's a little bit of room at the top and that's why you get that real in your box type of success or whatever. So, I don't know. It, it, it's all because of we're a motion based generation. Mm-hmm. We go on film. Yeah. So, I think that contributes to a lot of it. I, I believe that. I believe that too. I believe that too. But I, I think it's a, it's a benefit. I think it's a benefit for the future because I feel like it's too many. I feel like it's too many. And I feel like it's too many people who are kind of running their lives and going about and making decisions off of, you know, you know, very political, a political way of thinking or a very, you know what I'm saying, utilitarian way of thinking like, you know, uh, well, you know, we're going to have some casualties. We're going to, some people going to have to die or, you know, it's all right if, you know, these people get shot. Stuff, shit happens. You feel me? And the fact that, you know, politicians are saying that nowadays, like, well, what happened in Oregon? That, I find that crazy. And that, you know, they, they're trying to cloud it out now trying to cloud out the actual problem because I, I believe that it's gun control. I feel like I was just, you know, I was just doing something with, uh, with a client building a, helping her build a website, uh, design a website, and she was telling me all of what she had to go through to actually work for Teach for America. It was almost a 10-step process. So she it was almost a month and a half before she knew she even had this job she'd been applying for while it takes you, what, a day in some states to get a gun? Maybe in some hour if you know certain people. You know what I'm saying? If you got those type of connections. And it's the fact of they thinking that, you know, 
mental health is the actual issue, you can still you can help anyone. Help anyone with what's going on with them psychologically, socially, whatever it may be that be causing them to have this slight imbalance when it comes to just, you know, interacting with people. But the fact that anyone no matter when, who you are, because I feel like it's not mental health. It's a lot of regular people who didn't have any issues but hate in their minds and prejudice in their hearts to kill people. Simple as that. So let's 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 focus on the real thing and let's not, you know, throw off what's, uh, what else it is. And I feel like us being an emotion-based generation is going to keep us on what feel right and what, what don't. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're going to have a greater sense of morality, like... Let's not just go into it just shooting, shooting and the blade. And let me, and that, and that, and that's the thing. Like I, I feel like we, we're moving into, and I, and I believe this. I, be, I believe that God put His essence in all of us. And I feel like when we are more stuck to, um, actually, like going to look and research stuff, like on our own, like going out to do those things, like we find that religion is kind of like, you know, I actually have to feel it. Like some some things we don't agree with, so that's why we don't follow, like a lot of us don't really follow like religious trends unless we grew up in the church or whatever. So I feel like we, we just more um, in touch with that that natural emotion of right and wrong. So that's why we make those, those big like leaps out of like social regulars, like, people standing up for gay rights and stuff like that because regardless of a person, you still feel um, that you still recognize them as a person and not going to judge them or whatever. So it's definitely based in in the more focus on our feelings and things and how the world moves Okay, on. okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's real. That's real. That's real. I feel like, um, you know, while we on the sense of, you know, talking about, you know, society and how it, how it all affects us. I think we can move on to our last, uh, our last next um, topic, being um, our power and our place. And tell me, tell me, what do you think when it comes to generation us? What is the power that we possess that we may not know? And ask that one second, because I feel like that's a strong one. You can really take that one home, but what's our place in society? If for the people who are lost and don't know where they, you know, should be because of the age they at, they don't feel like they have any options or anything, you know, they don't know where they at when it comes to the social location and power of what they actually possess. Tell me, tell me what you think about that. So I think like our power lies in us, in us being like the children of like the 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 end of the energy of change. Like we we we're like really the the first group of like take it like this like we're the first group of kids to graduate from a new school like this school was just built and the first class came in and we were all the way from from kindergarten out of this school as it was built up to high school and we're the we're like coming off of that 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 steam of change like from civil rights era you know from um different different revolutions like that like that 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 brought that agent to change so like we've seen that we've witnessed it and then now we're in this new place of like trying to understand things around us and what coming off the back of um uh that great energy and it's just like 
what's our imprint? Where's our imprint? Because we feel we got feed to this. Like, where where is it going next? So our power lies in that. Like, and that sounds to me that even sounds far fetched, but it's like that's really where it's coming from, you know. So, um, and a lot of us, like you said, we're we're very retrospective. We like to look back and you know, real nostalgic of things, the way things used to be, um, and the way that we grew up on the things that we grew up on and how uh, well cherished they were to us. So for us to leave that imprint for the for the next generation or whatever is important to us. So that's why we find ourselves following our dreams and following those things um, uh, that, that mean something to us. Um, our position, I mean, our position is like, our position is to get ready to accept our position. If that makes sense, like we we have to accept that we we are the next in line for running stuff. Like we really need to like get down into politics. Like at least not even even just being informed. Because like I said with the quote earlier, like the the only problem with the educated population is that they can't be controlled. So once we start taking that that knowledge about um, politics, like, that's when we can actually start taking control and saying, no, I'm not going to vote for this candidate because of X, Y, Z, because I, I pay attention. I make my own analysis or whatever and make my own research and come to conclusions. So um, this year, like I, I like I said, I, my first time watching the GOP debate was uh, this year. Donald Trump is funny as hell. Like, he's mad entertaining. So it's like, it's like I kind of I kind of want to check it out, you know, look into it. Um, so, if you guys are on Instagram, it's a little selfless plug. Follow false dot politics, and that's again false dot politics. Um, and what I'm working on is this viral campaign just to get people our age and our group and our age group, our generation, to actually like go look at you know what I'm saying take a, like a 30 minutes to just watch CNN or watch Fox News even though they're crazy over there you gotta be able to have both sides of the coin before you can flip it so that it, it's it's giving you a little bit of something and then like some cool visuals um and we just pushing to like get some some information out to, to everybody so um I mean we put a lot of time in watching you know, all the reality shows, whatever, but the truth of the matter is those people have their money. They're not, they're not, you know what I'm saying, directly affecting us. So it's really upon us to take that initiative to actually start learning and uh, being able to build those um, critical thinking processes to be like, no, just because he's black, I'm not voting for that guy this time, you know? And I'm not saying nothing against, I'm just saying, I'm not saying nothing against President Obama at all, but just off of that being something that somebody would just be like because he's relatable period in some sense so our position is to be ready to accept our position is what i believe i did that i did that that's it that's it and i guess my you know what i'm saying to um reply back with the same you know what i'm saying question i feel like our place honestly is being within the action let's not you know what i'm saying Let's contribute to the culture or contribute to the counterculture. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like the way the world is is incorrect and you don't you can't just get with it, then you you formulate on that. You, you study why you feel like the system is the way it is or why something that you just may be against or want to fight for or feel like something isn't spoken up for or against or enough. Uh, do that. 
Create that on your own. Don't wait. You know what I'm saying? Find others who have the same mindset as you. Because trust me, it's a you know a thought is it's not just you know just your own. Sometimes, sometimes it's a you know something that's shared or an equal mindset amongst others. And um, so go after. It. I feel like we need, we need to be we need to be in different positions. I feel like all of us have this affinity for so many different things, and so we need to be involved, bringing that new flavor, bringing that new you know what I'm saying that new perspective on things. Because I feel like there's so many different old traditions that are happening, but I feel like gradually, slowly, but surely, we definitely are doing it. When it comes to a more lax workplace, people actually wearing jeans more instead of casual Fridays, people actually go to work with jeans and be comfortable. It's kind of like we're not dealing with, you know, clients on an everyday basis. We're only dealing with them on, um, on Mondays. Why the hell do I got to dress like this? Because I don't care who you are staying in, in accounting. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you think if I got to have these, you know what I'm saying, patent leathers and ties on every day. I like dressing up, but it's it's in the sense of it's in the sense of people who are comfortable definitely get work done in, a, in an even more more proficient way. So that I feel like that suggestion came from a, you know a generation that's close to ours. So I feel like we had to keep contributing these new ways and tearing down all these old norms, creating a more individualized community, individualized world that we really want to be in. Because you are you and you should be great at being you. Our power honestly is you being great being you, but with others. I feel like you have to, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone is individual, but I feel like as a collective, we can get so much more done, you know, I feel like everyone has these great talents and that's why there's a certain position, a certain role that you can play within each, I guess, action plan. But you got to bring other people on who have that same. That's true. And that's like, that's like I was saying the other day, like if you, if you ever watched the movie Ants, it's a great movie, loved it. And if you see at the end of Ants, like when the, the, the ant hole was filling up with water, like, the only way for the ants to actually win is for them to stand on each other's shoulders, like, you know what I'm saying, arm to arm, holding on to each other. And then as they're getting about the hole, they, they're pulling people up. And that's and that's what we got realized. Like, that's the only thing that worked. Like, it's room at the top. You just got to reach up and grab people. Like, you got to feel. You know, it's crazy because I just probably yesterday on uh, Facebook, one of my little homies from back home, Coco, real name Courtney Bush had posted this video and I was and it was a video talking about ants and talking about South Carolina because it's flooding in yeah. certain parts yeah, yeah. and um, the ants were all in a big glob like all together just like just like the movie you know what I'm saying it, actually mm-hmm. the video was going on and explaining because it looked like everything was just moving around and basically like they just kept it kept explaining like how they were able to do this. This is how they survived the flood. This is how they know they got to survive certain situations. Mm-hmm. They start secreting this, you know, liquid from their legs that makes them stick together even, you know, even more. They cling on to each other and they basically like go into mm-hmm. a steady movement, creating this kind of like almost turbine in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Creating this motion mm-hmm. so they stay afloat. And yeah. um, they just float on top of the water. And they basically just, a, they, they, and there's so many, it, yeah. And, and it, it was crazy. You seen like in this in this video, you still seen the eggs, everything. It's like they were protecting, you know what I'm saying, the next generation. So they, because they knew they was gonna have a couch, they knew people was gonna die. But it's like they got, it's like they had everything just floating. It was like the dead, actually, the ones who kept them afloat even more. That was the crazy part. The ones that mm-hmm. died actually floated, so they was on top of them. You know what I'm saying? Some had to go for uh, the rest of them had to live so they can keep the colony going. 
not saying you know our powers into sacrificing each other nothing like that you gotta take one for the team I ain't saying that at all what I'm saying is you definitely have to sacrifice your pride sometimes put your pride aside don't think that you're a lone soldier don't think you're alone in this world to accomplish your dreams team up nothing is done always done with just one sole person usually it's done with a team of great people and uh, right. it's, it's, and it's, it's, it's never it, well, we gotta stop thinking like we gotta do it ourselves cause it's never corny to get help like if if your friend like is doing something in the field that you wanna go into like it's nothing to just like if that's your friend just be like oh and, and if they your real friend they gonna be like oh I got this event I know you wanna do this like come through or whatever and that's just like they not being corny or nothing they just like I know you you trying to get on this you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put I'm gonna bring you to the water all you gotta do is drink just talk to the people and that whatever and and that's how we help each other. Like just just off of GP. Like if you if you respect somebody, and I'm a Buddhist, and in Buddhism, Buddha isn't just a figure. Like Buddha is everybody. Everybody has has an inner Buddha. So if I if I respect and and, and see a light, like in whatever like that aspect of life you trying to go to, and I'm 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 able to help. I'm going to be like, here, like, I'm going to put you in an environment, you know what I'm saying, I know a couple of people, bang, you talk to them, and if I, you know what I'm saying, if, like I said, if I respect and see your light, there's nothing, like, that's me helping you bring out your Buddha, that's me helping you reach your goal, and it's not wrong with that, you know, and it, 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 it comes back uh, twofold, karma, you know, so, I don't know. That's it, and I, I, I love, I'm glad, I'm really, really, really glad, you know, you even thought to even put this on me to even look up and make actual and like make the whole podcast topic be about it um i feel like we definitely yeah, we, could, we could drill this one i mean we drill from why our relationships are the way they are you know what i'm saying why we so yeah 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 and, and it's it's we like to get all that stuff it's so so deep it's so it is it is it's, it's real it's real deep and i'm so glad i'm so glad i'm so glad you said something but um, I think that'll definitely, you know, wrap up where we are. I want everyone to marinate on what was said, you know. Yeah, we got to have like a part two or something. <laughs> we got to have like a part two or something. We definitely should. And we can, you know what I'm saying, dive in on more things. So I feel like it's just relevant. It's just so relevant. I feel like we, some of us don't understand ourselves. Like, we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't understand ourselves. But and, that, and I think I feel like I'm doing this every week. So I always need new topics. So it's nothing, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing, just, you know what I'm saying? Put it on a drawing board, draw it out, write it out, get it going, and we're going to put it out. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is, because everything growing, everything growing around here, and I feel real, real good. Now, I'm glad, I'm so, so glad for everyone who is listening right now. I love y'all so much for giving me your ears and giving me your attention. And um, I thank my brother Stretch for coming on and really just, you know what I'm saying, yeah, spreading tough. spreading his perspective, spreading his, you know what I'm saying, his knowledge on the topic. And um, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep doing this every week. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of delays, regardless of technical difficulties, I'm going to keep all this coming and I'm going to keep it funky. I'm going to keep it relevant and I'm going to keep it definitely centered around who I believe I should be talking to. And that's my own, you know what I'm saying, generation, my own group of millennials, my own group of people who I, I really bangs with on the day-to-day basis so um i'm so glad y'all tune in definitely you know if you haven't already because some of y'all might be listening this through my soundcloud you can definitely um subscribe on uh the apple podcast app subscribe on the tune in app it's all going on there give you updates give you all of that so you ain't got to 
If you forget about, you know, Sundays, you can, you're going to get that reminder. You can check it out whenever you need to. And um, for next nice. week, for next week, for this upcoming Sunday, um, the new topic is going to be called the appropriation game, where we're talking about cultural appropriation. And I have two uh, great, great uh, guest speakers or guest contributors who um coming all the way from Cali. Um, yes, to uh, yes, join the yes. conversation, the uh, students at UCLA, and there's some really crazy stuff going on in UCLA right now. So I want mm. y'all to check that out. have you guys seen Dear Yeah, y'all gotta people? y'all gotta check that out, and it's 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 interesting. But I feel like it's Great. the world we live in, so we need to stay informed. Um, thank y'all. I love y'all. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Follow my brother Stretch. Your uh, your IG is uh, the underscore cool. Underscore is underscore dead. I know it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. If you go around, but I'm gonna I'm shout them out so y'all can find them. Y'all can find them on on all you know on some type of post on my page. Trust me, I'm gonna make sure y'all see it. Definitely follow my brother and follow his initiatives and follow everything he's doing and support support. And um, I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. And we're gonna come back in a, just a few more days and give y'all some more knowledge.